Welcome back to the Scribes Journal. I am your host, the Scribe of Worlds, and I am joined live and in person with your mother. You want to try that again? <laughs> it's me. It's the Violet Author. I'm back. Oh, Scribe, how I missed your disapproving stare. <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, at least I'm memorable, if nothing else. <laughs> but yes, we are back. We are live. We are in person. We are in my basement. Yes, it's as creepy as it sounds. I can hear pipes rattling in the walls and wondering how long it'll take for them to fall apart. But it is also the day that we are recording the 1st of December. Can future scribe edit in like a horde of children just going, yay, yay! like a Five Nights at Freddy's thing? I'll see what I can do. Yes. So yeah, we already have an episode out in December, but we are recording this in December now. And that means that this past week, our Spotify wrapped just dropped. And so we want to do something a little bit special. Uh, and instead of rolling our regular wheels, we are going to be playing wrapped roulette. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be rolling some dice and figuring out what number of our songs, one through a hundred, we will be using in our story. And whether that is the lyrics or just the title. Or the vibe of the song. Or the vibe of the song. Maybe some elements of the uh, Spotify Wrapped itself. That yes. was something that we had discussed. Spotify Wrapped is a really big thing for me. My friends in college, we would always go nuts over it and share all of them. But specifically what they did this year is that at the very end of your Wrapped, you were given a type of monster that was associated with your Wrapped. And Scribe and I got a very different ones, which shouldn't be yes. a surprise. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. <laughs> and I think we'll hold off on saying what those are until we're a little bit further. That'll be our rut row raggy for this episode. Oh, yeah, we could make that our rut row raggy. Our own little diabolical twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you don't know what Spotify Wrapped is, Spotify is the music program that everyone uses. And at the end of the year, they kind of tell you what your top 100 songs were, your top five artists were, your top five songs, all that kind of stuff, and make a big hoopla about it. Between the two of us, I listened more. I listened to 47 days straight yes. of music. Violet only listened to 27. Yes, only 27 days Only straight, 27. Which I was surprised about. Um, Actually, I'm doing a challenge for this month. I don't think I've had told you this. I am only listening to Christian worship music. Oh, nice. Yes, because this upcoming year is going to be a year of a lot of changes for my sure. life. So I want to Witness make sure, protection. Witness protection program. So, you have no idea the crimes so that I, I have know. committed and witnessed. Yeah. Uh, I broke into a car yesterday. It was legal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you did still break into a car. So I did. I really therefore, did. The super witness easy anyway. too. So I wanted to make sure I went into it in the right headspace. However, this is not going to be that. It's going to be a mix of songs. Yes. This All is of the going, songs. This is going to be quite the riotous ride of Wrapped Roulette. Uh, and so let's go ahead and get started. And I'm going to roll my percentile dice. Ooh. And we'll see how these things go. And then we have to look in our 100. All right. Get that ASMR. Ooh. Metal dice. Ooh. Had a nice ring to it. Is that? It is an even 100. Seriously? Or Yeah, because that's that's 10 and 0, which would also be 10. I thought that this or is, is that the 100's place. That is your 10th song, because this is the 100's place. And that is the 10's place. No, because this is... Because this, is, this would be... That's what I always thought it was. No, because this is like 50. So it's 50, whatever the number you get. So I think it would actually be 10. Oh. I think it's because it's 10 and plus zero. Okay. 
yeah. But if it was zero, zero plus zero, it would be 100. Okay, yep, that makes a lot more sense. Because otherwise yes. we would have like 500, 700. Yes, exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So there's some confusion about the way that D&D percentile dice work, and <laughs> it's too long to get into I failed here. algebra three so, times. You're going to have to figure this one out I'm for me. I'm going to take a look. So it's your 10th song. Okay, I like my 10th song. I mean, Ooh. I like all of them. All right, um, give me the name so I can jot it down in our document. Yes, so the, the name of my 10th one is uh, Lucky Day. All right, my turn. My turn. Get the nice ASMR of Scribe's lovely metal dice. Fifteen. Fifteen. My fifteenth song, which oh boy. <laughs> we got we got ten on both of them. Do you want to roll something else? <laughs> Do you want to re-roll the the ten? Because ten was the same. I think I think you should. Okay. Yeah. I'm also happy to do this one. But... No, I wouldn't be. Fifty-five. 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 Halfway there. Yeah. All right. This is gonna be fun. What is it? Music for a sushi restaurant. No way! Oh, that's so fun! Oh, this is gonna be a fun episode. It's that's such a nice, lighthearted one, and you wouldn't think I would listen to that compared to. I mean, it's surrounded by Joji and Corpse, so <laughs> tells you everything you need to know about me. So wait, music for a sushi restaurant? Why did I just tell Harry Styles as Harrop Styles? <laughs> Harrop Styles. Harold Styles. Harold Styles. Harry Styles. Okay. Cool. So yours is Music for a Sushi Restaurant by Harry Styles. Yes. Uh, which goes a little something like... We're going to get copywritten. Not if we only do 10 seconds of the song. Okay. We'll do nine then. You up to all the 100%? Yep. Here is Music for a Rooster... <laughs> Here it is. I mean, yeah, that that counts. That's it. Do you want to do the chorus? Wait, that is the chorus. That I mean, yeah. If you want to pull up the lyrics, though, that's probably a good idea. It is the goofiest lyrics. Oh my gosh! Why don't you do a clip of yours? Yeah, mine is a very different feel. All right. So here's the goofiness. This is such a goofy song. Have you actually listened to the lyrics for this song? As much as I could make out, which is not very much. Not very much. Green eyes, fried rice. I could cook an egg on you. <laughs> Late night, <laughs> game time. Coffee on the stove. Yeah. Your sweet ice cream. But you could use a flake or two. Blue bubble gum twisted round your tongue. I don't want you to get lost. I don't want you to go broke. I want you. It's cause I love you, babe, in every kind of way. You know I love you, babe. <laughs> it gets weirder. Excuse me, a green tea? Question mark. Music for a sushi restaurant. From s ice on rice. Scuba duba doo Music for a sushi restaurant. It goes through, and then the bridge is, if the stars were edible and our hearts were never full, could we live with just a taste? I feel like we should do, so. <laughs> I'm still lost on, from ice on rice, <laughs> scuba dooba dooba doo. The fact that it actually made it into the lyrics, like the written lyrics, Twice. wasn't just like. Twice it actually does. It wasn't just like scatting. But. <laughs> also, green eyes, fried rice, I could put an egg on you. you. 
<laughs> Please use that pickup line on your wife next time. You so, her. funny story about this song. Our friends were over surprising my wife for her birthday, and they had made this whole, like, sushi platter. And I was like, oh, you should play a song when she, like, walks in the door. And they're like, what should we play? And I was like, music for a sushi restaurant by Harry Styles. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're so good at this. It's perfect. <laughs> so, Lucky Day by Truslow is... It feels like a song about a casino heist. Like, but that's the vision that's always played in my head when I listen to this. It's really more about, like, playing a casino or, or, like, just luck in general. But bright lights, nightlife, caught up in this paradise. Seem like things will go my way. Something feels right. Good vibes here tonight. Listen, you can hear it say, you got... I'm pretty sure it's lady luck, but according to this, it's baby luck. You got baby luck, which makes no, no sense. No, it's lady luck it because be you have lady. a woman yeah. blow on the dice. Well, and Lady Luck is like, that's just a phrase that okay. would be used anyway. So you got Lady Luck, she's on your side. Don't let go, enjoy the ride. The night is young, something's calling out to you. It's in the cards, the Midas touch. She holds your hand, she gives you luck, or gives you love. I don't really trust these lyrics, so. Ooh, um, some distrust on, what What app are you using? Genius.com. Genius.com, we don't trust you anymore. You've lost our uh, trust. She'll hold your hand, she'll give you love. Find your table, right, roll your dice and play the game. It's your lucky day. Strangers walking no place every day, wondering who they're going to be. Place your bets, cast your cash your checks, lose it all, start again, because all we have is possibilities. Of course, one more time. But the song itself like, is like kind of a, a groove. It, it feels like walking downtown or like walking through Las Vegas, like, you know, I'm about to hit that at casino. But it feels like it would be something that would play in like Ocean's Eleven. Oh, it's, you have to send this to me. I want to add this to my record. Yeah, for sure. Treslo was my uh, number three artist. I just want to put that out there. They're a fantastic band. Harry Styles was not on my top five, but you know what? He'll get the honorary sixth place. There you go. Special mention, Harry Styles. He's like the actor that they mention at the very end so that people are like, whoa, this dude's more famous than we thought. Yeah, exactly. Yep, the end of the credits and the beginning of the cop. Okay, so a story based around luck and a sushi restaurant is, is what I'm feeling for the start. Or Ocean's Eleven from the... Sushi catering company. So it's a sushi heist. Yeah, it's a, the sushi. The the guys that work at the sushi company oh. decide to heist a casino. Okay, okay, I'm listening. What do you think? I feel like you liked your first idea better though. What that you had off of that? Well, I didn't. Well, for for one second, I thought that you meant like it was going to be this group of people doing a heist, but instead of doing it on a casino, doing it on a sushi restaurant and trying to get like the magic formula. They like have like a special sushi formula or but, something. Like, yeah, that, like, it's, like, the, like, the special ingredient in Kung Fu Panda. Oh, sure. Like, people come from miles around for the sushi, and they're like, what is this thing? And they open <laughs> up the scroll, and it's a mirror, because it was love all along, scribe. No, it but it wasn't. All along. It wasn't love. It wasn't love. It was Self nothing. Self-love. Self-love. No, it was nothing. That's the whole point. You're not, that was, wasn't that the point of Kung Fu Panda, that you were that nothing? I thought the point was that it was love. Oh, I thought that, I because thought this, he was like, but the I secret ingredient was nothing. Everything. Like, well, it was a mirror. It was a reflective sheet, parchment. Uh, so it was himself and gotcha. like the love that he gave himself and the confidence that he gave himself. So, so in we other will words, be switching our podcast format into dissecting every one of DreamWorks' <laughs> films and finding out the true meaning. There's too much. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we would have a full show, that's for sure. That's true. Okay, so the, the other thing, the other idea I had was like these two songs are very different styles. So funny. Music for a sushi restaurant. Oh, is, Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. The so music for a sushi restaurant is kind of like I don't really know what's going on like life is great like I think that's the point I don't mm -hmm. really know more as Lucky Day by Treslo is more like this person's focus like still living life but like it feels a little bit more purposeful 
So my my idea is working that into our two characters somehow. And so maybe one of them is like the person who's doing the heist and the other one is maybe someone who works at the sushi restaurant but ends up like getting pulled along into this adventure. And yeah, they're kinda like wide eyed and like, I could fry an egg on you. All <laughs> falls in love with the guy trying to do the heist. I because I don't want it to be entirely focused on the heist because we just had our vampire heist a few episodes ago. That's true. So what if it was a girl is breaking into this sushi place to steal the owner's recipe and the guy's son is working there and he falls in love with the girl who's heisting it and okay like but like in a goofy silly like a okay so I like, like your black clothes and your funky mask girl Ooh. oh so like he thinks that she's just dressed up for whatever reason or maybe like he gets clued in at some point and he's like i don't like my dad that much I guess the secret ingredient isn't that important. So he's an idiot. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool. Um, I don't hate it. I a... This is so much harder than I thought. What? Trying to figure... Because, like, that's that's fun, but it doesn't feel like a full Yeah, I know. It feels novel, more like a short you know? story. Yeah. Which is fine, but yeah. also, like, we have two songs to work off here. Well, then let's look at the other lyrics that we're working with here. Or even this, the album cover. I've got an upside-down house in mind. Sure. So... The album cover for this one is the corner of a brick building. <laughs> so it's... Cool. Uh, <laughs> At least we know what the building is made out of, but it's upside down. Okay, okay. So what if, I don't know, something like terrible happens and like it gets flipped upside down. Like the sushi restaurant gets flipped upside down. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spouting things off here. I know. Yeah, man. Make this into a natural disaster sushi heist movie. An earthquake hits the sushi restaurant mid-heist, and now these two have to work together to escape the rubble while also rescuing the secret ingredient. The secret ingredient. ingredient. Maybe. Maybe. See, my chaos pays off sometimes. Yeah. What if, just hear me out, Okay. they get whisked away, Wizard of Oz style, end up in some stupid fairy tale world. They end up in the Wizard world. of Oz, and they end up selling sushi, which these residents have never <laughs> no. heard of before. But... <laughs> Okay, so, I'm hearing it. But what happened, like, so the one person is like, we're in the fantasy world. Like, this is great. Like, life is wonderful. And the other person is like, th this can't be happening. But also, I feel like that might have been done. I don't know if that's been done. We didn't do anything where people get whisked away. I mean, we haven't done a portal fantasy ever. Oh, boy. Should we should we call in our uh, a third party and get a single word to work with? Yeah, I'm going to yell upstairs. Go for it. <laughs> call our secret... Hey, could we get a singular word? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna oh. go to a random word generator. No, I got it. I got back? it. Hold on. Hello. You are uh, live on a podcast. We're stuck, and we need a singular word to help get the creative juices flowing again. Hello, audience. Um, your word is goodbye. Goodbye. Interesting. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Thank you, random Thank you. citizen. Bye bye. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I love him. All right, all right. So tearful. It's going to be a tearful goodbye. I think one of them's gonna die. I don't. I don't know what's gonna but happen. But it's so poppy. <laughs> the music. Lucky day is less poppy. Oh, it is. To can, be I, fair. can I hear? I just need to hear that song. Sure. Because you know music for a sushi restaurant. I've never sure, heard sure, this sure. song. Okay, right, hold on a second. Hold on. Hey, hey, viewer, listener. Hey, you. I, what are you doing, silly? What are you listening on? Hold on a second. Let's fix this. Let's let's. Okay, that's much better. All right, I think I fixed the listeners' audio. They should be listening to the right thing now. Yeah, that mm -hmm. looks that looks better. Silly listeners. 
I think it's better anyway. Anywho. Silly, silly listeners. What were you doing? Listening through the wrong microphone. See, FBI agents, we've told you, use the good microphone. Mm-hmm. Just just pay the extra little bit. It's worth it. I you promise. You do. You do. Okay. So just a quick recap. We have two songs, one of them being Music for a Sushi Restaurant, which is light, boppy, and then Lucky Day, which is a little bit darker. and But still boppy. Yeah, still boppy. In a darker, resigned yeah. And if you way. guys don't know what we're talking about, just... Take a pause, listen to those two songs, and then come back. Yep. Like, and don't simple. forget, because I'll, I would forget. So remember why you logged on to Spotify, and then come right back. Or if you're listening to this on Spotify, just add it to your queue. Oh, and you'll listen to it then, afterwards. Or add it or. to your queue, and then add this back to your queue. Oh, and Skip listen to this us one. afterwards. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we got a viewer that called in. I keep saying this like we're on TV. A listener. <laughs> we have a listener that called in and yes. gave us a word to help our creative juices flow. Which was? Our word is goodbye. goodbye. So I have a concept. Okay, I'm listening. We have two very different vibes that are also very similar. Yes. What if we have two people who are on, going on a date. Okay. And one of them is excited because they think they're getting proposed to and the other one is going to break up with them. Okay, I'm listening. So that's why the vibes are so different. Music for a sushi restaurant, we have the character who's like, oh, not even thinking they're going to get engaged, but just like, life is great, my relationship's wonderful, everything's good. And we have character two, who's much more resigned and is like, I think this is what needs to happen for us to move forward. This is going to break their heart, but let's go, let's do it anyway. Something along those lines. Okay, okay, I like your idea. I think, though, that these two songs are about the same person. Ooh, okay. So the first song is Music for a Sushi Restaurant. They go to the date expecting, like, everything's great, and then they get broken up. The next song is Lucky Day, and now they're just, like, live life to the fullest. This is my lucky day. Like, I'm just going to try and live life. But because, like, there's there's still an element of, like, darkness and sadness yes, to Lucky Day, right? Is. And so it's not so – because I wouldn't really think of someone – about to break up with someone else being like it's my lucky day you know like well maybe they're about to go tell them that like i've been having an affair and i choose them over you maybe or... i don't know it doesn't quite fit the no song. i get you i feel so like I no feel matter like... what when we keep coming up against is that we're going to be writing a scene today not a full story i think we can write a full story really based off yes okay so so we have because i think what happens is the person who gets broken up with either like is still there and someone come like maybe the son of the person of, of the sushi owner they're gonna date the son of the person that just broke up with them no 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 no. the 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 employee at the sushi restaurant oh. like comes up and sees this person crying relatable we've all cried in a sushi restaurant yeah it's the best place other than like a kitchen floor no well, that's what i do all the time <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Like, so then someone comes up, and then some kind of adventure unfolds the rest of that night. And I think it'd still be maybe maybe it'd be more like a novella if we actually wrote this out. It wouldn't be like a full novel, but I think we yeah. could. I I think we can pull a, a a longer story than just a short story. Okay, interesting. I still don't feel like we have. Maybe you write it down because I might understand it better if I see it written. Sure, sure. Uh, for the record, this is the cover. You didn't mention the child in the I cheetah didn't, costume. I didn't see the child because the thumbnail was so small. Drumsticks. Yeah, I didn't see the child until I looked at it later, which yeah. is why I was showing it to uh. you again. Okay, I have I have another idea. Building off the one that I had, we do a duality, like duality of life, like sequence. So basically, we have the first half, which is set in Music for a Sushi Restaurant, and they are going through this day, and like you know everything's great. That part of it ends with this breakup, the goodbye. And then we play, like, they retrace their steps back through the day. 
but now everything's taken a much darker tint. So like, and I, I realize everything that the person was doing was for a different reason. So what I'm thinking is like physically take them back to the location. So if like during the day they had like this huge day planned and the person was like in, in his own twisted way or she or whatever was like, I am going to have like one last good day of time with this person and then I'm going to break up and we're done. And oh, they're moving. They're moving but they haven't told their partner. So they're like, I am going to Britain, whatever. I don't know. You're going to Britain. <laughs> I'm going to Britain. You're going, going to Britain. To, to Great, to Great Britain. Britain. Long live the king. <laughs> he probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, I'm, I'm going there for college or whatever. And I, because of that, I think it's best if I just go and start fresh and I might not be coming back. And so, and so they're like, I gave you this last day of like really great things. So, right. So they have this whole day of, and then they walk through the park and they like, maybe they go to the casino and then they end it in the sushi restaurant. Done. The jerk leaves, the sushi employee comes over and then they end up walking back the same path. So they, they go back to the casino and something happens there. They walk back through the park and something happens there. And then finally they end up back at, at home or maybe they end up back at the sushi restaurant. <laughs> Okay, interesting. Um, what would be the end goal? Why is the sushi owner coming with them, and what is their goal in rewalking back through their day? I think it's because they have taken pity on this person. I'm thinking like a meet cute romance. That's it's, the part that I was missing yes, in this. It's kind of it's kind of the it's kind of what I'm thinking. You're here in trouble, so I'm gonna walk you back home. And maybe maybe they've kept forgetting stuff all day. Like they forgot their coat in the park and they forgot their purse in the casino or something. And they have to okay. go back and pick up everything. I mean, this person definitely has ADHD. <laughs> yeah, right. That's their catchphrase. Like all day. They're like, let's go to the, do this thing. Shibadibadoo. And that's why they're getting broken up with. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. So do we, do we feel like we could go with that? Because we, we've talked a lot about like doing a romance. What's your initial reaction? Yeah, I've mentioned before, I don't really flourish in romance. I've never really written it before. But I've also mentioned that I really want to get good at it. Mm -hmm. So let's play to our strengths. Let's, I'll be, I can more write the perspective of the goofy person who leaves their stuff everywhere, gets broken up with, and now their heart is broken. Versus you can write the sushi owner who's... Sure. Like, trying to cheer him back up and kind of fall sure, in sure, the sure, middle sure. of it. I like that. We have some elements that we have not mentioned. That's true. That are going to be in the story. That's true. Like I stated before, when you got your Spotify wrapped this year, Scribe, you were given a creature, and so was I, mm -hmm. to represent our musical tastes. We were also given bread. That's a different story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, enough said. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, it's an inside joke, um, which you shouldn't do on podcasts. <laughs> My bad, everybody. So, Scribe, you are going to be focusing more on writing the sushi owner or employee. Yep. What kind of creature is the sushi employee going to be? Well, oddly enough, they are going to be a shapeshifter. And I don't know if I had a terrible idea with that one. But yes, they're, they are a shapeshifter. Oh my gosh, what if they pretend to be the ex, come back in and be like, never mind, honey, I was lying. I love you. Love me forever. <laughs> the idea I had was that they're the same person, which is even worse. They're I like trying yours. to help their ex I like get yours over better. Them. I like yours better. They're trying, they're trying to help their ex get <laughs> by, over them by pretending to someone else. Who's then just going to disappear. No, I like your, I actually like your idea better. Because think about it. Like, yeah. that, that, nah. The I, ultimate catfish. <laughs> I am your ex. <laughs> no, I, I like your idea. I don't think that's a... I don't think that happens at the start. Maybe, I don't know, I don't know if that, that happens right away, 
but we could do the whole classic thing of like, I'm pretending to be someone I'm not. And then I'm actually like genuinely falling in love with, with you. Mm-hmm. And now I have to like mega mind, mega mind did this. Um, I remember that movie well. I was obsessed with those studded boots that he wore at the end. He was girl boss, okay? Yeah, Mega you're not wrong. Was stylish. You're not wrong. But yeah, so so we could do that where like now I have to reveal who I actually am at the risk of being like, you're the sushi restaurant owner, not my boyfriend who dumped me to go to London, London Britain to live long with the king. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Or or maybe it's something really dumb like. Something really simple. Like, they pretend to be better looking than they actually are or something. Like, to make this person feel good. Like, they kind of replicate aspects that the ex has. Like, the ex has, like, dark hair and perfect teeth and blue eyes. And so they give themselves dark hair, perfect teeth and brown and blue eyes. Right, right. And it's like, but they can't always control it. And so, like, at at some point, they have to be like, this isn't really me. Mm -hmm. When I I stop controlling my power, I actually look like this. And then, you know, if we're following classic romance tropes the girl is like i can never speak to you again and runs away and then realizes like no inside they're the same person alas and alack whatever shall i do but return to them so yeah love that i would love love to i would love to twist the trope if we can but we can get to that later i mean we're already twisting it it's literal monsters speaking of monsters shapeshifter is not the only one that is there no for my creature i got fittingly enough i was just jazzed when i saw that i got this i got vampire Yes. So what I'm hearing is, this happens at night. Yes. Yes. But does the whole thing happen at night? I feel like it, I feel like it has to because Vampire, she was yep. on a date all, all night. Right. You're right. You're right. So yeah. this happens around, let's say it's winter, so it's a little colder out, so we get some darkness earlier on. Sure. Date started at 5 p.m., ends around 9 or 10, so maybe the second part of it starts around midnight. So we have I like like, nightlife yes. is really starting to erupt. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they come into the sushi restaurant at like an hour to close. That's what the shapeshifter's pretending to be. The shapeshifter's pretending to be a vampire, because she was dating a vampire. Oh, yeah. We there found we go. It. There we go. Nice. So this is like paranormal romance, but also with just classic romantical tropes. I like it. Does the story begin with Vampire Girl? Oh gosh, she needs a name. We haven't named these people. We haven't named anyone. Beatrice. What if her name's Harriet? Oh my gosh, you're so funny. I love that. Harriet Tupperware. (laughs) I can't do Harriet Tubman. I mean, but you could do something based off of styles, like Harriet Harriet Fashion. Harriet Drip. Harriet Dribbling. <laughs> she sounds like the one that she's supposed to go to Britain. Harriet Dribbling. Harriet Dribbling. So the other way we could we could structure this is make it start at this like goodbye, like have a have a prologue, like yeah. or maybe the first, maybe this whole thing is from the shapeshifter's point of view, and he watches them come in super happy, and the breakup happen. The reason I'm thinking like the other way is because that way we could have the shapeshifter's view during the after and then Harriet's view before but happening one after each other so like chapter oh, we the, one we have like the time signatures in there yeah so or something like or it. or like different kinds of font or whatever mm-hmm. so like Harriet would be you know goes to the park and then it would go to Russ and he's like coming up to talk to her oh my gosh so it's it's the way that it's done in um the last five years yeah yes, yeah that was such a fun though that one i think in that one it was a little bit different because they started on either end and came in towards them right this one would be following the same linear progression like this right so like but this this is actually really fun because because they're retracing the steps during the night so in the beginning it would be like park but the next chapter you read is like sushi restaurant 
and then it would go back and be like casino. So it's like so going and like then you read casino. Doop, doop. So but then, they're going back. Up. Okay, gotcha. Right. So, so if we so have like if, five stops and it's like right. so, one so five let's four say, two. Yeah, yeah. Two, I, I see your I see your point. Four. I see your yeah. I, I thought you meant like uh, time progression. No, no that they're coming back to the sushi restaurant. But yeah, yeah. So it's it's they went to point A, B, C, D, and now from the sushi restaurant they're going to point D, C, B, A. And so what you would read is you would read Harriet at point A and then Russ's point of view at point D, like the final stop, and then back to B for Harriet and then C for Russ and then D for then C for Harriet and then uh, B for Russ and so on. But that's really fun because you get to the casino through Russ's perspective before you get to Harriet's. And so Harriet is now remembering things differently than what happened in the beginning. Mm. And so, and so like now she's looking back and she's like, I think he was going to tell me here. But during, when you read her part, she doesn't realize it at all. Yeah, no, she doesn't even think about it. Yeah. So do we want to just break it up into points? Yeah, you'll have to format this because I'm having trouble tracking with you. So we have Harriet's home as like the starting point. Mm-hmm. What's another place? Um, we know we have, have, they the had, have they had dinner? Probably not yet, but they end in the sushi restaurant. Okay. At so, like midnight. So maybe so. they get some coffee? Because it's technically morning for them. It's around 5 a.m. 5 p.m., which is their... Sure, sure. So, like... So, like, their favorite cafe. Cafe, casino. We need one more before the sushi restaurant, I think. A park. Maybe cafe to the park. Yeah. Coffee. Coffee through the park. Casino. Mm -hmm. So, we still need one more. Okay. Uh, let's um, see. Well, where would you go after a casino? You're sure you're hungry. You're a little bit tired. Or is the casino directly before the sushi restaurant? And so we put one more between coffee. I think that's good. What okay. if it's coffee and then park? Well, but coffee would be like sitting and waiting. So I'm thinking if we. Well, I was thinking it's like their favorite coffee place. They go there all the time. They sit and they talk for a little while. Sure, sure. Here's what I'm thinking. Let's not have her lose every and some things in every location. That would be weird. Let's have it be she loses something in the casino. So she goes back there. And then she's like, I have to go home now. I don't know if I want to do that by myself. Like, I'll just walk you the rest of the way home. And then when they're passing the coffee shop, she's like, this is my favorite place. Sure. And then he's like, what do you usually get here? And she's like, why don't you just come in and see? It's a vampire. I'm sure you're here all the time. Sure, sure, It's a vampire cafe. And he's like, oh, yeah. Fixes fake teeth. Absolutely. (laughs) And then Harriet's home. He drops her home. And that's when he gives a big reveal. Yeah. And then I think we have, we should have an ending at the airport or something like that. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm hearing. Or like at at the dock or something. Like so, it looks like Harriet has gone to try and stop her ex boyfriend from leaving. leaving. And in reality, it's like the meeting or something. I don't know. Like, but somehow twist it so it looks like Harriet is waiting like, for I someone. I saw him walking up here. Right. And then like such a tumultuous time last time I saw him. Right. Right. And then right. it's Russ. And then it's Russ. But then it's like, I looked up and I saw his face and I knew it was like something like, even though I didn't recognize, even though that wasn't the face I had seen all night or whatever, I still knew it was him. Yeah. Then hello, Russ. And then it just ends. Identifying feature of some kind. Or like that smile didn't have the fanged teeth anymore, but it was still the same. It was still the same one that reached the corner uh, of his eye. Co- r- I would say the same, like, almost cocky, almost I sly. I could still see some rice paper stuck in his <laughs> teeth. And he looked at me and said, I cook an egg on you. And I went out and I said, day. And I said, shabba-dabba-doo. Shabba-dabba-doo. <laughs> I, like, I like that structure. I do too. What is the thing she loses at the casino? Oh, I mean, it's cold outside. She loses her coat. 
Or we could Taylor Swift it and have her lose her favorite scarf. And they don't Keep my and they don't scarf. find it. No, no, they don't they don't find it, but like at at the in the exit they see her ex boyfriend like look back and he has it in hand and like his eyes get wide. Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, exactly. No, it's not his or ex, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it's the famous person cameo that everything it's, needs. It is Jake Gyllenhaal holding this red scarf being like yeah, so it and he walk, he walk. He's like he's like I thought this was Taylor. Your name's not it starts with an H. I thought it started with a T. Uh, okay, but like, what else happens at the casino? Because she can't just like lose this unless we just want to make the first half like what if light she, and fluffy. What if she like won like a, like a nice reward at the casino, like a chunk of change or something? Okay. And she's back, and the guy that was at that table is like, "Oh my gosh, you back for more? Where's that gorgeous boyfriend you just had with you? Like, do you want it to be like something that like gets her upset?" Oh, to leave? sure, sure. So she's like, "I need to go back to the casino and get my coat and pick up that money or whatever." And so they go back to the table that they were playing at, and one of the guy, one of the card sharks, is still there, and he's like, "Oh, where's that guy you were playing with earlier? Like, already got someone new or something like that." <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal right there. <laughs> Creepy car truck and he's wearing her scarf. <laughs> he's already wearing her scarf. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's God. that's fun. Because that, that would be like the, the high point of the morning. Of, or not the morning, but like of her day, night. I've won this all this money. Like, let's go out. And like, how do you want to celebrate? I want to go out and get sushi. Cool. So what if Russ like comes over, like looks like a vampire. And he's like, like, hey, hey, are you okay? Like, do you need anything? And she's like, no, I just need to get home. And then he's like, oh, but I forgot my, my coat. It's at the it's at the casino. And he's like, I'll go get it. And maybe he like leaves and then she follows him. And she left her phone in her coat and she doesn't have the GPS. Like he, he was the one who was directing them. Or something like that. And then that guy makes her so mad. She storms out and he's like, whoa, okay. Got to make sure that she's okay. Follows her back through the park. For the park, like, how do we want the two parts of it to interact with each other? Because, like, in the casino, we have her winning big and being celebrated. Mm -hmm. And then when she comes back to it, she gets mad. I love that we... I didn't even realize that. I didn't even realize that's what we came up with. That's so cool. We came up with so many more parallels than I thought we did. So, like, high emotion. Um, let's flip it. Let's see. Maybe something happened in the park that was kind of crappy. Like, the boyfriend does something that's like, eh. And she is telling him about it, and like he like Russ celebrates that part of her. Oh, so I want to feed into their romance a little. Sure, bit. Sure, sure, I like that. So, or the other thing we could do is make it neutral on both. Like the park ends up being a place of quiet peace and calm for both of them. Maybe the coffee shop is where something went wrong. And then mm, I see your point. Well, because what I was thinking was the beginning, the doorstep would be uh, for the ex-boyfriend and Harriet, like a really great moment, like so excited about today. And then on the other hand, it would be really sad because it's like, you're not who I thought you were. Okay, I'll write right? that down. So then, yeah, so the coffee shop in the park, maybe maybe to kind of build off of what you were saying, Harriet wanted to tell her boyfriend something and he wasn't listening, but this time... Or maybe that happened in the coffee shop. I don't know. But, like, now Harriet is telling Russ, and Russ is listening and engaged and, like, really interested. Oh, yeah. Like, so she had something that she wants to say, but he, like, brushes past her achievement of, like, or something that she was really proud of. Yeah, or something like that. I have another idea on how to parallel the entire thing. Okay. So the first, the the prologue, so to speak, is her ex-boyfriend being like, I'm going, and we're done. Oh, yeah. Right. We have all of these dualities, mirrored things that we've seen of each other. And then it ends with her at the airport. And she is with her ex-boyfriend, but she's saying goodbye to him. Okay. And is saying, this is goodbye on my terms. I hope the best for you, but I also hope that the best means that the plane crashes and you die. And everyone else is saved. But you keep my scarf! <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she hands him the scarf, turns around. No, she like takes the scarf off of him. And then garrots him. <laughs> ah! I know only a 
think the heart will kill you, you bastard, but I want you to feel the pain of my heart. But, like, she's saying goodbye on her terms. Yes. And then turns around. I love And that. Russ is there and just, like, gives her an encouraging nod, like, I'm proud of you. Maybe it doesn't even have to be... a made of sushi. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not, like, not edible arrangements. Not what but... you were expecting. <laughs> I like the idea of her being at the airport because we can juke out the readers. Sure. Cool. Okay. Wow. Look at us. Crazy. I think this is cute. I love this. And I love parallels. Parallels is such an important thing in writing because it allows the reader to look back afterwards for rereads and be like, oh my gosh, I never caught this before. But the parallel between so-and-so's ending and so-and-so's ending, but stuff like that. I, I feel like there's such a beauty in stories that allow themselves to be reread and still have new things get caught every time. And that's not something that you can do easily, but it's no. definitely worth the effort that's being put in. I know a friend right now who just pushed back her release date for her book because mm -hmm. she wanted it to be that extra level of special. And well, yeah, that may suck because you've been hyping it up for so long. I think it, it absolutely gives a story another level when you give it the time that it needs to really ferment and cement and to, to see all the little things that you can do a little more with that just makes it stand out that extra bit. So that's... Yeah, I completely agree. Honestly, like this could be a full length novel, but it's probably a novella no, length. No, it's enough. So yeah, this was, this was a lot of fun. I, I feel like we've got a pretty good thing going. We took a few minutes. You took a few minutes and you flushed it out. <laughs> I was eating Taco Bell. But yeah, do you want, I can start and then we'll go every other? Yes, we'll go every other, but we will uh, alternate characters and temporal location. Yes, we will be following two separate timelines that line up at the end, I guess is the best way to put it. Yes, yep. We'll see how this goes. Yes. Well, I just have to say where in the timeline this is every time we start a new yeah. chapter. Or just location. All right. So the prologue for this story is pretty simple. It is the end of a conversation. It is Jake saying, I'm not having this conversation any longer. We're done, Harriet. I'm breaking up with you. It's over. Goodbye. Then it transitions into the first chapter. Chapter one, we are introduced to the character of Harriet, a happy-go-lucky vampire who is in the best relationship she's ever had, or so she thinks. Uh, she's super excited because she gets to go on an all-night date with her vampire boyfriend, Jake. Uh, she has her wake-up ritual, getting ready to see her favorite person in the world, purposefully donning her new red scarf in the hopes that he will notice. She greets him at the door, and there is happy, joyful, so happy to see you, I missed you so much, is back and forth before they get ready to head out to their favorite coffee shop. Our next chapter continues with a character known as Russ. Russ is working in a sushi restaurant and sees a very nasty breakup happens and immediately goes over to console the crying vampire. As he goes over, however, he changes his form as a shapeshifter into that of a vampire. As he comforts this broken-hearted girl, he says that while they're closing, uh, he's happy to help however he can. And she says, well, I've forgotten my coat and my scarf at the casino. Russ says, well, I'll go and get it for you. And she says, no, I can. But then realizes that they were using directions from her now ex-boyfriend to get around. And she can't remember how to get back to the casino. Harriet and Jake, back in the beginning of the timeline, sit down to their favorite coffee shop for their favorite cup of joe before their night begins. Harriet excitedly tells her boyfriend that she's taken up a new hobby. She has become a knitter, and she has knitted this scarf, but he entirely dismisses it. I know you're 10,000 years old, but what a grandma hobby. Harriet brushes it off as a joke and pretends not to be hurt. Back with Russ, he brings Harriet to the casino. 
a card shark who recognizes Harriet from earlier asks where her boyfriend is and what this new man is that she's with. Harriet blows off the handle and runs out the door. Russ, realizing that she might not be completely sane at this moment, <laughs> rushes out after her. Meanwhile, on the flip side, at the beginning of our story, Harriet's taking a lovely walk through the park with her partner, Jake, where they talk about life, their hopes for the future, and have a calm moment of tranquility before they hit the casino. They talk about some of their favorite memories from their long-standing relationship, and Harriet doesn't notice anything wrong. Meanwhile, not meanwhile, next, and much later, Harriet and Russ return back through the park where Russ is finally caught up to Harriet. And Harriet is now remembering that morning, as well as some other memories, and begins reminiscing and bringing out some uh, stuff that she's recognizing now as having been warning signs. But throughout the conversation, it too becomes a moment of calm connection before they exit the park, right near her favorite coffee shop. Back towards the first part of our story, Harriet and Jake hit up the casino, the big event for their night. Harriet win wins a big pot and everyone gets super excited for her. She loses her coat and scarf in the process, but doesn't notice it at the time, as her and her now boyfriend, for now, <laughs> heads out the door to go celebrate with sushi. Much later, Russ and Harriet enter her favorite coffee shop again. And while they are there, Russ notices her scarf and asks where she got it. Harriet tells him that she, in fact, made it herself. And Russ tells her how really incredible and cool that is. And then he realizes that he genuinely really likes his vampire girl. And then immediately slaps himself mentally and says, you idiot, she just broke up. Come on, focus here. You're here to support. Here to support. Here to support. She is beautiful. Here to support. <laughs> Got you. Meanwhile, at the end of the original timeline, Jake Gillian Hall and his girlfriend, Harriet, go to the sushi restaurant to celebrate their big win. It is then revealed the reason why Jake will be breaking up with Harriet, because he's leaving for Europe and he doesn't want her in his future. Boyfriend becomes the ex, and uh, this is when Harriet spots an employee coming towards her, possibly to console her. On the flip side, Russ has finally brought Harriet back to her house. Uh, on the doorstep, he realizes that he can't keep pretending to be a vampire when he is not, and tells her the truth, that he has been a shapeshifter trying to console her and help her. Harriet flips out and accuses him of lying to her, and storms back inside, slams the door, and Russ is left with a heavy heart and filled with regret. The story ends at an airport. Harriet is in front of Jake Jillian Hall and says goodbye one last time. She realizes that he must go his own way and however much of an idiot he is, and however much of a jerk he is, she is not allowed to kill him <laughs> as much as it might be due. She turns around and finds Russ standing there, smiling and holding a box of support sushi. <laughs> And that is, that is it. So I think the only thing that, that's left is to give this a name. And I don't have anything yet. I was just thinking we call it the story or yeah, the... Yeah, the story. Oh boy. Sushi edible arrangement. I don't know if, we, yeah, if there's some way to use the word sushi mm. or lucky. Sushi got broken up with. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Yikes. Um, 
boy, that's interesting. I mean, shifting gears could be a funny one. Or like, like do we want to play up the scarf thing, like the Taylor's version? <laughs> Maybe Harriet's version. Thinking like you know the the weave of time or something like that. Like uh, I don't know. I'm hearing you. Stitches on my heart. Maybe. This maybe. is something you would read in an airport in a vet, like, one of those yeah, airport yeah, this is, cheesy romance. Yeah. So, yeah. gosh, um, <laughs> Jake's red scarf. <laughs> well, red scarf. Is, is there something we could do with red or scarf? Scarfing down that sushi. <laughs> Seeing red at the airport. Maybe, maybe because the sushi restaurant is such a key point, we name it after the sushi restaurant. We didn't name the sushi restaurant. I know. So what's the name of the sushi restaurant? What's a good sushi restaurant name? It's called it's called Sushi Restaurant Near Me. Sushi Restaurant Near Me. So anytime you look it up, it's a marketing <laughs> tactic. What's Rem? What's what's Russ's last name? Russlow. T. Russlow. Uh, I was gonna call it Rushi. Uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe we'll just have to leave this one as wrapped roulette and no title. How about this? How about this? If anyone out there has a good title for this one, let us know. And if we like yours well enough to use it. We will change the name of the episode. We will. Whatever you put in there. I was going to say we would give you a sticker, but... Oh, I love that. A sticker giveaway. Great. So, yeah, if you have a title that you think would be really great for this, let us know, and we will give you a sticker in exchange, because... Just because. Merry Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> it is the first of Christmas, so it fits that we would be giving something away right off the bat. Yes. I mean, again... This isn't the 1st of December. If you have an idea for this sushi restaurant, casino, uh, shapeshifter, vampire romance, and also, like, if we actually went through and wrote this, we probably wouldn't keep all the paranormal stuff in it, because I don't... Then what would he do for... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. He needs the shapeshifting aspect of it. And also, the monsters is a fun little sparkle thing. Like, oh, maybe the card shark is a... It's an actual shark. (laughs) Oh my gosh, he's an actual shark! (laughs) Yes! He's like that shark man. And from... the only human is Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it's like a Muppets Christmas Carol, yeah. but just Jake. Just Jake Gyllenhaal. In all of the evil person roles. <laughs> like beating up old women in the background and stealing their purses. And like stealing candy from a baby at the back of the restaurant. And like he's not a main character, but it's Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Let us know what you got, and we'll see if we can use it. And yeah, this past Tuesday was the live stream, so if you haven't seen that yet, go back and watch it on uh, YouTube at Scribe of Worlds. And I think I think that's pretty much it for this week. This I was think so too. this was probably the most all around everywhere that we've been in a long time. Uh, so thank you for coming along with us on that. Yeah, check us out on our Instagrams. We have at Scribe of World and at the Violet Author. We've got different things there. Uh, Scribe has a lot of content. I'm beginning to make content. I'll be having my first video out soon, which I'm excited of, which is an unboxing, uh, which is super exciting. Also, feel free to check out Scribe's website. That's scribeofworlds.com. Yes. Yay! Got it! I'll forget it for next time. Don't worry. Thanks. Um, scribeofworlds.com or the Redbubble. Do we remember the name of the Redbubble? It's the Scribe of Worlds shop, I think. Really? Because I looked it up earlier. I could not find it. If you search Scribe of Worlds on Redbubble, it'll come up. I did. Hold on. We've got a, we've got a, we got a bone to pick. Scribe of Worlds. Oh, well, never mind. There you are. Yep. <laughs> I apologize. I think I put in Scribe's Journal. And apparently there's a sale on Redbubble right now. If you buy 10, you get 50% off. Really? Oh my gosh. That's what it says. 
really buy cool. 10 get 50 percent off if you do end up on on the shop uh and you toggle it as to most recent then you'll be able to see our most recent designs uh some of them being the us as ghosts uh, which is great and there might be some christmas ones coming up so keep an eye out for that that's exciting um, but yeah until next time have a great week and wander well goodbye